0: Today on The Topping Show, Rand Paul and Mitt Romney go viral for their stance on the Ukraine bill where they will get another $60 billion in aid from the United States. But late Super Bowl duo tweet falls pretty much flat. Paramount lay off about 3% of their workforce. Chrysler wants to be full EV by 2028. And Mercedes-Benz has a recall due to their headlights. All of that much more on The Topping Show. Thank you everyone for taking the time to tune in today. Today's episode of Topic Show is proudly sponsored by Topping Technologies. Topping Technologies is an IT value-added reseller and services company with a special proficiency IT security. Heck, I see their founder at least twice today. Gotta say he's quite handsome and brilliant. He's me, you see. That's a joke. If you're an IT leader or a business owner, reach the team at sales at toppingtechnologies.com. Also trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of February. So if you can click that button, share, like, and subscribe, it would greatly appreciate it. Now, going over to the business podcast, you have Paramount laying off about three percent of their workforce. Now, granted, when it comes to actual numbers, when you break it down, it looks like it's going to be uh, meaning that they're going to lay off approximately 800 of their employees. Now, this, according to a report by CNBC, citing anonymous sources, the announcement by their CEO Bob Bakish comes after the network uh, notched record TV viewership during the Super Bowl. Now, they said, though, with the cuts, they were warned about that a a month earlier in order to hit their strategic goals. Others include potential mergers or acquisition deals with Warner Brothers, Discovery, Byron Allen, and Skydance Media. And, of course, they are yet another one of those companies that's going all in when it comes to the streaming wars. Because, of course, they have Paramount Plus, which I forget which was the first streaming company to actually do the Plus nomenclature. But now it seems like unless your name is Netflix, pretty much everyone else is the Plus. You've got Disney Plus, you've got Paramount Plus, you got DW Plus, which is the Daily Wire Plus, which is perhaps the most successful conservative media company headquartered out of Nashville, Tennessee. But yeah, I guess you also have Peacock, but I was gonna say they only have about 18 people who subscribe, because I'm pretty sure the only thing they have in terms of intellectual property over there is probably the office. Maybe suits. That is a good show. Any show that has men in suits, as mentioned, always be that's a good show. I assume it's about fashion. There's a rumor it has to do with law and lawyers. I'll have to check it out more thoroughly sometime. But it'll be interesting to see. I mean, media is one of the most cutthroat industries. Usually, the profits, well, especially lately, ad revenue is down. There's so much competition. It'll be interesting to see. This, I can't help but think it's going to be a rough year with unprecedented economical and political uncertainty when it comes to media. And they also, again, a growing competition, less people tuning in. I think it's going to be a rough, bleak year for the industry in general when it comes to media in 2024. But as I always say, time shall tell. Other interesting business use. You have Chrysler wants to be 100% EV by 2028 for reasons. Now, Chrysler used to be a great, phenomenal company, making some of the most Frankly, some of the most exciting innovative products on the planet. Back in the day, they also bought out the Dodge brothers, so Dodge falls under the corporate umbrella. They also bought out Jeep, so G- Jeep falls over the umbrella. And I mean, truth be told, probably one of the best vehicles they ever made was the Dodge Viper, which came only with a stick shift and V ten. Is I would debate, and I would argue, all vehicles should be by default. And truth be told, the last Viper is really great marketing. It was hand built in Detroit, but unfortunately. Due to a myriad of reasons, including I would argue the unions and exponentially high cost and low performance, they went bankrupt in 2009. So Chrysler was actually bought up by Fiat at the time and is renamed Fiat Chrysler America or some of that effect. And two or about a year and a half ago, they rebranded yet again. So now the big parent company that owns all of those, including Chrysler and 15 other brands, now they're called Stellantis. Which, eh. guess it kind of sounds interesting. Now, Chrysler, that individual brand, that's been underperforming to say the least. Back in my day, when I was a youth, one of those popular vehicles on the planet was the good old Dodge Caravan, which, again, they had a carbon copy, I think it was the Chrysler Pacifica, something to that effect, where it was the same assembly line, same exact vehicle, but they slapped on different logos and a couple of different accoutrements. But, I'm not sure if they technically invented the minivan but in many ways they perfected it until Honda came around and made one that was bulletproof reliable then of course sales brand is great after that I suspect now Chrysler they just been bleeding products left and right and again it's partially because Stellantis which bought them out a few years back they've been they have more than I think they have more products than they need frankly again they have over 15 brands that they own to work with and the Chrysler brand If you go to their website, they now only have two vehicles. They have the minivan, which, again, is known, beloved by many, and then they have the Chrysler 300. However, there's an article, I'm not sure why the websites are kind of delayed, but there's an article a couple weeks back about that's end of life, so they're killing that vehicle. Even though it's exceedingly popular and astonishingly, I don't want to say too impressive or cool, because it's automatic only, which is abhorrent and disgusting, of course, but they did have the Chrysler 300. What was it? The not the SS. That's Chevrolet and General Motors products. The SRT Banana Falcon. There's so many nomenclatures. And truth be told, I'm a enthusiast of certain brands more than others. But they did have I think SRT. That's what it is. The SRT Banana Falcon Eagle model from Chrysler. You can get a Chrysler 300 sedan with a big old Hemi V8, and I believe even had big old Brembo brakes. It, was a performance sedan, which, I mean, again, when you look at the performance of Chrysler, that was more of the Dodge brand, but, I mean, just for its kind of lackluster. So they say they want to be, you know, they're trying to go be innovative. So they want to be full EV, which, again, when you look at the market, where the, where the short-term, in terms of consumer preferences in the United States, especially, I mean, <coughs> excuse me, EVs have been decreasing exponentially in popularity. So the adoption rate is decreasing. The biggest growing category right now is hybrids. Perhaps for people without calculators or don't know how to calculate an ROI of, oh no, wait, I spent $59,000 on a vehicle, now the battery's gone, the battery's $20,000, oh dear God, what did I do? You know me. Granted, for my personal vehicles, they always have three pedals, also known as a manual transmission, and it's gold Honda Civic Si, so, internal combustion engine, Japanese engineering, it'll last darn near forever perhaps right next to the Twinkie if there was some type of a nuclear apocalypse scenario. Now, they're using a couple prototypes, so Chrysler says, oh yeah, we got this new cool electric vehicle. Now, they, this comes from Emma Thorne. They actually had an article. They said, quote, Chrysler's hoping its Helia, Helion days aren't over, unveiling a new electric concept car under the name on Tuesday, or um, earlier this week. They know that the vehicle was full, it had fully autonomous driving capabilities, and is made with new battery materials. Now, they said, but it will be some time before consumers actually buy anything, like the Halion, Halcon. And they also know that Chrysler now offers only one product line, the Pacifica minivan, and isn't planning on having any new vehicles until next year. The 2025 arrival is widely expected to be Chrysler's first all-EV, set towards the goals the the brand's goal being only EV by 2028. And it looks, mo- it's kind of hilarious. It looks like a sports car, but it's going to be an EV, and it's going to be autonomous driving. So what the hell's the point. But granted, that's just me. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. Again, Chrysler has its has certainly had its ups and downs throughout the year. And will they be successful going after the EV market when so many competitors are already doing it much A lot more effectively. And you're fighting over a smaller consumer base. It'll be interesting to see. But as I always say. Time shall tell. Now going over to the Culture Pod Podcast. You have Bud Light Super Bowl Duo Tweet. is mostly mocked with fake responses. And the one or two comments that are real are. Well those are the ones that are fake. Now they actually said before. This little picture of. Shane Gillis. And who is that? He does not work for the post office. The um, the rapper post post Malone. I believe he also works at Kane's Chickens. But nevertheless, it's a picture of those two gentlemen in the text before the image says, quote, no better duo to watch the Super Bowl with. Now hilariously, and of course. Yeah, that is hilarious. So Shane Gillis is holding what looks like to be a metal of uh, the, the metallic solo cup. I believe it's actually manufactured by Ball, which used to make the old mason jars back in the day. Now they make aluminum products since they pivoted to the new growing category in terms of merchandise and food containers. So instead of the one time I would expect Shane to have a Bud Light can in his hand. And again, he's now their their new spokesman. So they're paying him officially. He's been a fan of the brand for years. The one time I would expect him to have a Bud Light product in his hand. I mean... This is from Bud Light's profile on X Twitter. I expect the label to be, like, I expect him to be holding the can in such an awkward way, whereas you're almost like a, like a Lego hand grip so that you could predominantly see that logo and not a single finger is covering it up. And yet, he's wearing, like, a Nike Windbreaker jacket, and then he's holding what it looks like to be that just metallic cup that looks like a solo cup, but it's actually metal, and then you have Post Malone, it looks like he has a Cowboys jacket on, which is a sight for sore eyes, some might say, just because, or a goose out of water, or a, what is it, fish out of water, some might say, would be probably the accurate expression, because the last time the Cowboys won a Super Bowl, well, that was when the United, that was when people were using a floppy disc, with one of my favorite memes in IT, where you see consistently, someone will have a floppy disc on the desk, and will be labeled, you know, Cowboy Super Bowl pictures. Which kind of shows, right? If you're, I was going to say, if you're a little bit younger, a floppy disk used to be a piece of physical media that you would save data to. And if you go to your Word, if you're, well, I was going to say, I might age myself, I know Mac is increasing in popularity. If you use Microsoft Word or Microsoft Excel, if you go to the top left corner, and you see a little save button. That's the origin of the save button. It's the floppy disk. So a little bit of fun history built into this little segment as well, the show. And yeah, it looks like. So they're not, yeah, I'm actually surprised Shane doesn't have like a Bud Light jacket or a coat. And in terms of popularity, of course, they did hikes in the comments. We'll read those, of course. This, within 24 hours, this got only 16.9 thousand views earlier this week, which is, yeah, for a multi-billion dollar brand, basically nothing. Now in terms of the like ratio, they only got 340 likes, which, no, for the record, is more than usual. And it doesn't look like this is one where they're trying to buy your love, like a bad stepmom or stepdad. So this is an instance where there are a lot of likes, and it's not just well, it probably is just people wanting free stuff. But it doesn't look like this particular post is bragging about all the free stuff. Bud Light like is tr- giving away in a futile attempt to win back their customers. And again, it, I mean, I mean Shane Gillis is hilarious. I'm glad he got a contract. He's getting paid for that, but. Again, it doesn't really inspire me to buy a Bud Light. I always debate how much do celebrity endorsements really work. This, I think, is more authentic because, again, Shane Gillis has been drinking Bud Light for presumably most of his life. Watch watched Joe Rogan the podcast before he was an official brand ambassador. He was still drinking that stuff. So I feel in terms of being an authentic branding relationship, I think this is actually much more on point than other instances we've seen throughout the years. But, again, this picture doesn't tell me really anything about the product doesn't inspire me to buy the product it does let me know that these guys presumably drink the product but but perhaps i'm wrong in this assessment maybe every comment is just giving bud light accolades and saying this is awesome i'm gonna go out and buy bud light today We I mean, probably not but let's dive in and find out first comment comes from derico henrio and he says quote wait are y'all still gay or are you cool again? Unquote. I got five likes. And that's the first account. We have Claudia, Claudia teremy saying hashtag easy wishes sweepstakes. So she did not, again, she, I suspect her profile is just set up to do that for every single Bud Light post. Or she just has a lot of time in her hands and she can't read directions. That's, that's also a possibility. You have someone by the name of Josephine Jans simply saying awesome. Although, that comment was not awesome enough to get a single like. No one liked it at all. And when you go to her profile, let's see. Josephine Jans has 432 followers. She says she loves baseball, joined in 2018. And I don't want to necessarily say she's mentally vacuous or stupid. But she might be a robot because everything she posts is just for free stuff. So she's reposting for a chance to win... A female sports jersey, I assume it's female. The name is Kelsey. Huh. Only kind of kidding. She, w- oh, it's classy. So she wants to win a case of Astroglide, which cover your ears if you have children listening. That is a, I suppose you would call it a marital aid, or a aid for the bedroom. So she's retweeting in a chance to win Astroglide, which again I don't know how financially. Precarious your situation would have to be where you want to repost it to win a couple dollars of loop. That's if you're in that bad of a financial situation, better activity should be the last thing on your mind, I would argue. Now, she also wants to win what is this gift cards, random crap, sports balls. So, it really is just any, any product category free sriracha sauce. If you repost it, we might win a, a bottle of that. So, I want to just say she's mentally vacuous. And of course, she's also reposting for every Bud Light thing on the planet, and as well as Budweiser. So the first couple posts that are at all relatively positive seem to be just from people who want free stuff. Now, you do have someone by the name of Sargent Gray saying dogs, D-A-W-G-S, which I'm guessing he's a, shing- a fan of theirs. This might be the first real comment that's positive about Bud Light posts we've seen in weeks, folks. And I'll be damned. He's real. So if you go to his profile, he's actually posting about news articles. Not He actually posts a couple original thoughts. He's not just reposting in an attempt to win some gift card or free crap. So I'll be damned. A real positive comment? Interesting. Now, in terms of a brand being dead or not being popular, the total comment count is 30. Which again, for a multi-billion dollar brand, that's pathetic to say at least. The only time they get... A lot of comments is when it's when they're saying the instructions, re you know, comment with these hashtags and you can win some cash or some legally defined beer. And not to brag, I mean, I did get 13 comments on video a couple weeks ago. And going down, Farty face actually brings us case in point. He says, quote, only 20 comments while wow, dead brand, unquote, getting six likes. Hal says, quote, we will never forget how you trashed women, unquote, getting three likes. Fat N.D. Guy says, still gay beer, unquote, getting one like. Mary Woodruff says, quote, first of all, you all, you paid celebrities to sell your brand that's lost of money. First off, I never drank Bud Light. I drank Budweiser for my first, what the heck? Grammar be damned, I want reread it exactly as she has written. Or at least attempt to. So again, Mary says, quote, First of all, you paid celebrities to sell your brand that's lost lots of money. First of all, I never drank Bud Light. I drank Budweiser for my first time. I was 12. Now, that person did get six likes despite the, I don't know what state she lives in, or country, presumably the United States. But you certainly can't buy beer unless you're 21 in the U.S. Let's see here. Zonaman says, quote, I understand I understand sellouts. Folks do anything for money these days, but I still will never buy another Anheuser-Busch InBev product. Unquote. Getting four likes. The Rodin Report says, quote, don't you think you need to apologize to your customers instead of blocking them for having legitimate complaints about your company promoting transgender ideology about a TikTok influencer whose audience is primary below drinking age? Unquote. Well, he also said in a comment, unquote, They got eight likes. Let's see here. A lot of memes. Let's see here. A says, quote, you are, hmm. Cover your ears if you have children listening, because it certainly is not a friendly term. They say, quote, you are pedophiles and no one wants to get caught drinking your pedo juice. I'm quoting three likes. Now, we do have that big disclaimer saying, show additional replies, including those that may contain offensive content. Of course, we're click the bonus button, see what's going down there. Let's see here reality says quote duo more likely it is a picture of i forget the government officials, but I don't know if this is person was They identified as trans, but it was the biological man who was bald who stole luggage from airports and Had the nuclear launch codes. I think it was like the director Department of Energy or some not important title Then you have one of the other general mil, what not general what is? Is it the general is um? The older white gentleman who transitioned and got really popular. So that picture did get one like though. Stop woke replied with a Bud Light can meme. I got one like. And then if we go to the very very tippy top of the post, they have that little hidden button. So these are the things Bud Light really doesn't want us to talk about. So of course we're gonna click that button. Interestingly enough, only one comment was relegated to that part of the post. So this comes to us thanks to, again, Mr. Woke, And he posted a meme of the Bud Light can that has been photoshopped to say, Bundle of Sticks Light. And the text next to it says, cut off your private part. And the, the in terms of the comedy, in terms of, uh, I don't know, the part that I kind of appreciate from a comedic perspective, it's the little details that sometimes matter. So uh, traditionally, it would always say, in little small font, drink responsibly. And in this case, it says, please cut off your private part responsibly. And I did get two likes before Bud Light hit it so the world cannot see. So again, Bud Light, they, they tried again with a tweet. It didn't do so well. And again, they, they continued to block people left and right. So, it actually says something that there are still so many negative comments in spite of Bud Light blocking people, including myself. When I didn't even say anything too pejorative, I simply replied saying, Thank you for giving me a reminder to purchase Yangling products. And I had a picture of a Yangling case of bottles and case of cans on my interview podcast table. I didn't say anything negative about the brand. I didn't bring up the controversial topic. All I said was, thanks for reminding me to buy a competition. And yet, that was enough for Bud Light to block me in 2023. Now, I can't help but wonder if there would be a legal debate to be had, or a lawsuit to be had, if you bought a couple of shares of Bud Light, could they legally block you on social media if you technically are a owner? Probably, I suspect they could, but if someone's a shareholder of Bud Light and they block you, let me know if you look into that. That'd be, that'd be a fascinating tale, to say the least, I believe. Now, going over to the political part podcast, you have Mitt Romney on the Ukraine bill, and he subsequently gets roasted and goes viral, to say the least. Now, Mitt Romney might show my age he actually ran for president when i was in college back in the day and or not he actually got a couple of people to vote for him now of course he lost famously to barack obama and he's been what i think many people would pejoratively call a rhino ever since or a republican in name only with many of his policies procedures and proposed ideals being more democrat based now this comes to us to us thanks to a profile on x twitter by the name of And wokeness, and they say, quote, Senator Mitt Romney on the $96 billion foreign aid package says it'll be the most important, unquote. And thankfully, this isn't too long, so I'll go ahead and play the quick clip.
1: We will soon take to provide military weapons for Ukraine is the most important vote we will ever take as United States senators. The
0: vote we. That's the most important vote, they'll cast as the United States Senators? The most important thing? Of all the things that could ever possibly happen, that's the most important thing. I, I suppose he's right in terms of if you are agreeing with the Ukraine conflict and they vote for it, then you'll probably get their vote again. But if you don't think the United States should be spending hundreds of billions of dollars on that country and they vote for it, I can't help but think they'll probably be primaried or voted out appro- accordingly because they're not representing what the people want. Now, this did get 24.9 million views and only 6.4 thousand likes in the first 24 hours of posting. So granted, it was earlier this week but when I read down the statistics, but that went more viral than most of the things Enwoken Wokeness ever posts. I believe most of his posts probably get between I want to say 5 to 8 million on average for, if I were to just scroll through the profile really quick. And yeah, I'd say that's a good average. And granted, this is probably one of the most hot topics or debates, especially the United States in politics, with a lot of people arguing why have we sent them $200 billion when we really don't do a lot of commerce with Ukraine, not really a lot of, a lot of strategic relationships with them, not part of NATO, and... Oh, yeah, $200 billion with very little oversight, with money quite literally disappearing in many cases. Begs the question, what kind of ROI, why are we doing it? I think a lot of people are starting to ask that question more and more. And I think a lot of people are, becoming a bifurcating political topic. A lot of people fervently want to support the country. And a lot of people fervently want to withdraw funding from Ukraine. Now, <laughs> excuse me, I can't help but wonder how many people will actually agree with Mitt Romney in the comments. But let's dive in and find out. One of the first comments comes from Paul Zuzupa. He, sees it. he says, quote, Mitt Romney is such a broken shell of a man. He's so consumed by TDS and establishment nonsense that he'll do anything to put America last. Congress in America will be better off when he retires. Unquote. Getting 1.9 thousand likes. Uh, Mr. Bigglesworth says, quote, Vote America first. And it's a meme of Biden sitting at a table with copious amounts of cash. And it says, Biden when other countries under other countries need help. And then the table is empty. And it says, Biden when Americans need help, unquote. And that got 1.7 thousand likes. Tulsi Gabbard parody Account says, quote, well, all caps. I won't be that bombastic with my yelling, though. She says, quote, no more taxpayer money to Ukraine and close our border, unquote. They got 2.6 thousand likes. Though, grammatically speaking, I don't know if you can't do a whole sentence in all caps. She also did not use a period. Let's see here. Keniko the Great says, quote, America will no longer be free if we immediately send 95 billion to Ukraine. What type of propaganda will work on these people? Unquote. getting 3.8 thousand likes. Evie Joe says, quote, Isn't this the truth? Stop spending, sending our money now. And it's a picture of, what's Mike Myers in that film, Lost in Powers? Doctor, oh yeah, Doctor Evil. Pretty straightforward name, good marketing. And the Doctor Evil is when the, I forget what part of the movie or film is, when he does a quotation marks and they even relabel something. But the meme, it says, from now on, money laundering will be called foreign aid. Unquote, getting 1,000 likes. A lot of memes of buying at a laundromat, but it's replaced with the Ukraine flags and money. With the bags of money being labeled 10% for the, for the big guy. Those are getting between 400 and 500 likes. Right Angle News Network says, quote, These Republican senators may not turn their back on the American people this time. Impeach Mayorkas immediately for the crimes he has committed against his country. Follow me if you agree. Getting 321 likes. Perhaps one of the most hilarious one is a mom talking to her son. And she says, quote, If you don't stop stop lying, you'll grow up to be a politician, unquote. They got 173 likes. Matthew J. Show says, quote, How bought and sold is Robney getting 480 likes. Kyle Becker says, quote, Scumbag talk, Mint sold his soul to the military industrial complex a long time ago, getting 735 likes. Planet... Uh, I, I can't believe this account. The account is named Planet of Memes, and yet they responded in a simple text form. So... We'll just say this alleged planet of memes says, quote, Mitt Romney is a traitor to the United States, unquote, gaining 1,000 likes. Let's see here. And I'm surprised I'm scrolling more and more. Usually our favorite leftist, Luke Zielinski, is on here at least once or twice. But let's see here. A lot of people bringing up the fact that Biden's son was making company couple of, of money for being on the board of directors for Burisma in Ukraine, which, I mean, Hunter Biden probably knows a lot about Electricity, right? That's right. Surely a legitimate board position. Right. Let's see here. A lot of people saying not another dime. A lot of people say the bill is flawed, must be vetoed. So, interestingly, uh, let's see here. Yeah, interestingly enough, there's not a lot of contrarian statements. There's not a lot of people, at least in the sample size, telling the folks that they want to continue supporting Ukraine. It'll be interesting to see. As you have all these upcoming elections, I mean, in terms of the public sentiment and people's voting patterns, I mean, how much will it really affect politicians at the polls? Will they really pay attention to people, maybe they will start to pay attention if they just stop voting for them altogether? But, as I always say, time shall tell. Other interesting political news, you have Rand Paul Rust dating the Ukraine $60 billion-plus bill going viral on his ex-Twitter account. And... The video is about seven minutes long. We'll play the first minute or two. But Rand Paul says, quote, On the Senate floor, I told the the Ukraine first senators they should put the criminal migrant who assaulted the policeman and flipped off America on the cover of their terrible bill. Unquote. And for Rand Paul, this went especially viral, to say the least, when compared to his other post. Within 24 hours, this got 1 million views and uh, 34,000 likes. Now i was just kind of looking historically at most of his posts. Most of his posts on X twitter get between usually 100 to 400,000 views. It's probably a good average for most of them. So especially for him, this went viral to say the least. And let's go ahead and we'll play a minute or two here.
1: Often the titles of bills before the legislature don't really represent what the bill stands for. The title of this bill should say Ukraine first America last because that's what this is really about now bills in the legislature bills that come before the Senate don't have pictures or covers on them like a book would have or a magazine but if this bill had an image or a cover on the front of the bill the image would be the migrant in New York who assaulted a police officer was freed from jail on no bail and gave the middle finger of both hands to america that's what this bill is it's the middle finger to america this bill is the middle finger to every working man and woman in america every struggling american family this bill gives them the middle finger and says we don't care about you we care more about ukraine than we care about our southern border. We don't seem to care, or these Ukraine firsters don't seem to care about the crime that's happening. They don't seem to care about the assault of a police officer in New York. They're intent on more coming in. Just that one image, just that one image of that man, that migrant, that illegal immigrant who came across the border and decided to assault, with a whole group of other thugs, to assault a police officer in New York, just that image alone ought to be enough for us to say enough's enough. Enough's enough. We we really have to control our border. Guess what? From now on, the only people who come to America are legal immigrants. But this bill, this bill ignores the southern border. Almost a million people came over the border in the last three months. Almost a million people. And the Ukraine firsters are saying, we don't care about the southern border, we care about Ukraine first. And so the picture, the image that every American should have when they see all of these billions of dollars, $60 billion being shoveled out the door, being loaded on the plane, as you see these smiling politicians gleefully dropping off the pallets of cash over there, every American should remember the image of the young man giving America the bird after he assaulted a police officer. That's the image of this bill. That's the image of the Ukraine firsters and nobody should forget about it. When we look at the problems that we face, we need to be fully aware that there is no pot of money. There is no surplus funds. There is no money to give to Ukraine we don't have enough money to pay our bills we do not have enough money to pay for we we budget every year in fact the entire budget that congress votes on is borrowed let me make that very clear the entire budget not a little bit of it not half of it the entire budget is borrowed
0: now the issue is dc doesn't care so we here, because most people, I assume, who tune into the show are fiscally responsible. We, pay our, we work hard. We pay our bills on time. That's quite the antithesis of our politicians, who Not only do they not pay bills on time, but more often than not, they're just swiping the credit card. They're just having China pay for things and racking up the actual debt to over. What was it up to? I think it just passed, or is about to pass, was it, $44 trillion? Let's go to U.S. debt calculator. Which is a depressing thing to check out since it just exponentially goes up and never goes down. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah, I was... I don't know why I thought 44. Maybe I was looking at the future. It's actually 34, still. $34 trillion in dollars that Democrats and Republicans have managed to get us into debt. And it's a quite depressing infographic, usdebtclock.org. And it shows you, you know, how much the debt per citizen is, you know. And it quite literally is going up Every single second. And it'll be interesting to see if there's every modicum of well, intelligence or fiscal responsibility in politics. Rand Paul seems to be well, I obviously have preference for him. I think he has some exceptional policies and track record. But it'll be interesting to see if any of the other politicians ever really do they wake up and start to care about it? Because the bill will come due. We might even have to just sell off Hawaii or something like that. But it's not good for our country, especially national security. And I can't but think if more people realize like UNESCO does not have money, we have massive debt, we have less money every single day, and we just borrow more and more, making the situation worse and worse and worse. So, well, maybe perhaps I'm a alone with this assessment, but everyone, maybe everyone in the comments is going to ratio Rand Paul and lambast him for critiquing this bill. I mean, probably not, but let's dive in the comments and find out. Well, the first comments comes from Elon Musk, and he simply says 100%. And he got 4.4 thousand 4, likes. See here. Someone by name of the Rabbit Hole. Now this person says, There's your image, Rand. Keep up the good fight. And it's a picture of that illegal alien flipping off the cameras when, again, he did break into the country, assault a police officer, and then was let out without without bail. Interesting. They got 455 likes. Kilimanati AI says, quote, they should put this on their cover. And There's a picture of a man with a child on his lap, and the child's face has been replaced with Zelensky, who's the dictator, alleged president of Ukraine, and they said the text is, ask Turbo, when Turbo ask if you have any dependents. And again, he did cancel elections, as well as jail his political opponents, as well as shut down churches. He said they might have they might have an election if the U.S. pays for it. Might. Interesting. I got 271 likes. Let's see here. Nan Lee says, quote, Thank you, Rand Paul. You're the old, you're one of very few who represents and advocates for We the People. Getting 275 likes. John Sword. Hmm. He says, quote, Tell anyone, Democrat or Republican, that this bill gets a yes vote. They'll be voted out, unquote. And he has a Photoshop picture of Joe Biden putting a some type of presidential accommodation or award on. Over the neck of the gentleman who, again, broke into the United States, assaulted police officers, let out of jail, scot-free, basically. And is flipping off. Duel flipping off. So that got 228 likes. Let's see here. D-Max says, quote, or actually has a meme of, is it Xi Jinping holding Biden an address? And Xi Jinping says, uh, nothing can stop us now, darling. And Biden is saying, I love you, my little fortune cookie. And that got 77 likes for that. Leave the youth called a meme or a meme, as some might say. Let's see here, Jay says, "Quote Rand Paul is one of only few fighting for the American people." We see and support you, getting three hundred and ninety-five likes. Hey, here's some contrarian statements. You have Joey Bonano says, "Quote the bill will pass and America will defend democracy." Unquote, gaining getting fourteen likes. Though I don't think again, shutting down churches, banishing certain religions, stopping elections. Yelling political opponents. I don't really think that's democracy. I, perhaps this person just doesn't know definitions or terms or logic. Let me see here. First word says, quote, perfect. That's the crowd they're representing. I'm quoting 43 likes. And, yeah, they seem to be doing a lot for their interest and not very much for our interest. Let's see here. Trying to find, see if there's more contrarian statements. They seem to be overwhelmingly supportive of Rand. see here. They also killed an American journalist, Ukraine government. government. I don't think that's a good thing, but that's just me. Let's see here. Critically Independent says, quote, they found a mass grave of civilians in Ukraine, and you're over here whining about illegals. I'm quoting 11 likes. Let's see here. A lot of people, let's see here. Yo says, had a, picture, a juxtaposition of two pictures. One is a gentleman in a black-white picture holding what looks like be uh, materials, like, um, like he's moving to America in the 1930s. And it says immigrant, and it's juxtaposed to the gentleman flipping off a camera who, again, broke into the country, assaulted a police officer, and was let out of jail scot-free with no bail. And the term above him is illegal. And in true class, he is wearing a Lakers t-shirt. See here. So it seems to be overwhelming positive support for Rand Paul, and yeah, it'd be. F- I mean, I don't, I don't think it's gonna happen. It would be fantastic if Trump chose him as a VP. I believe, because it'd be great to get some libertarian ideals and thoughts out there and give him some actual traction. Now, granted, what are the odds of that probably pretty darn small. But a wise pilot once said, "Never tell me the odds." So it'll be interesting to see how this hot topic continues to go out. And given the track record of the United States, I mean, if I were a gambling man, I'd say the money's going to go there no matter what people say. And it'll take people to be more actively involved in politics and actually vote people out or even primary them themselves get involved. But if I were a gambling man, I'd say the money's probably going to be set. Now going over to the business blunder of the day, you have Mercedes-Benz having a recall due to their headlights. Now, this comes to us thanks to USA Today. And they note that Mercedes-Benz is recalling 15502 of its 2019 to 2022 GLC 300, 2022 GLC 350E, and 2020 to 2022 AMG GLC 43. Again, I'm not sure who's in their marketing department. I know a lot of companies, including BMW and Cadillac, use just simple nomenclature, letters and numbers, not actual names for vehicles. And I understand maybe it builds more brand recognition for the parent brand behind it. Not this is the, this, the specific model number or model of the vehicle rather. And granted, I know that was a little bit of a speaking mishap. If you click the subscribe button, I have a theory. I believe it could assist with my speaking ineptitude. It's not granted there are many of them to say the least that sometimes I speak too fast, not loud enough. However, I have a theory. And when I first started the show, now of subscribers and a lot of speaking mistakes. However, as time has gone on, we've got more subscribers. We've seen less speaking mistakes. Now granted, some might argue it's just a modicum of improvement. However, I would say that is still a pr- improvement nevertheless. And let's say, it should test the theory out. So if you click that subscribe button, I would, again, greatly appreciate it. Now, they also note that for this specific recall, the headlights may be incorrectly adjusted too high and create a glare for oncoming traffic incorrect adjustments of headlights can reduce the visibility of oncoming traffic and increase the risk of serious injury or crash. Now the NHTSA states that the vehicles fail to comply with the requirements of the federal motor federal motor safety vehicle number 108 how inspiring of a name but again that's from the government they, which is known as quote lamps, reflective devices and associated equipment. Ben's owners can visit their they note that Benz owners can visit the dealers inspect the headlight adjustment and correct it if necessary mechanics will do all inspections for free of charge which gosh that sucks for the dealership and the mechanic well i guess mechanics still gets paid technically they can't work for free but in terms of the dealerships that still costs them something and it costs mercedes something because again when it comes to any recall traditionally speaking the manufacturer will reimburse the local dealerships for the service but again it is free to the consumer now they also note that owner notification letters are expected to be sent out March 1st or just tune into the topping show where it seems to be darn near half or more of the business blunders have to do with the recalls because there's so many of them. And that's a lot quicker than actually waiting for the letter. They also note, let me see here. Yeah, they note the standard is 108. And again, it's still not great for the brand because, again, with all these recalls, this perception is becoming less and less It's a Mercedes, you're not buying it because it's reliable, but you're still inconveniencing the owner. They have to drive to the dealership and hopefully this is something where a tech or mechanic can fix it within a couple of minutes in terms of it's not a multi-hour type of vehicle maintenance issue or vehicle adjustments or input. So hopefully you just do it in and out, you're just there for a coffee visit, but it's still costing you time and money to go drive to the dealership, spend your time there and heaven forbid, you actually have to leave the car there for a couple days and you have to worry about getting a lease or just having a rental vehicle and it gets pretty squirrely pretty quick. Uh, So they also know that if you want to see if your specific vehicle is affected, you can call the MBUSA customer service at 1-800-367-6372. So again, if you're a Mercedes owner, if you want to see your specific uh, VIN number is affected your specific vehicle is affected, you can call 1-800-367-6372. So not great news for Mercedes having a recall. And thankfully, thankfully it's not to the drivetrain, so it's not the engine, the transmission, and it's not a very expensive fix. It's quite literally just an adjustment. So thankfully for all parties, it's not gonna be prohibitively expensive and not gonna risk bankrupting the company, but still having an issue where, again, people are paying a premium for the experience of owning a Mercedes. And to have such a simple issue of, oh yeah, we just didn't adjust the lights properly. That's gotta be the business blunder of the day. Thank you everyone again for taking the time to tune in trying to get to 4,000 subscribers by the end of February. So if you click that like button and subscribe button, I greatly appreciate it. Also, sharing with your friends is a great way to help out the YouTube magical algorithm. Also, and lastly, don't forget to take the time to tell your family, tell your friends, tell your co-workers. Heck, tell your enemies, tell anyone and everyone. Just stay safe and fight the good fight.